Just like that, we have another champion in the National Basketball Association. We're going to talk about that today, and we're going to talk about the offseason for the Miami Heat as they fall short of winning the Larry O'Brien Trophy as Denver wins in Game 5. Something me and TJ both predicted yesterday when he watched the show. I'm coach your host, David on Point Huffman, right there is Mr. TJ Hopkins. Please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Also, we have a plethora of streaming platforms. You want to check us out over there as well. Uh, continue checking out the content. We go live every single day, including a double dose of Prime Sports World today as we're going to do the Houston Texans off-season preview episode today as well. Uh, you don't want to miss that content. It's coming to you hot. Um, so, yeah. I'm David Huffman, TJ Hopkins. What's up, TJ? Another basketball season in the books. And uh, tomorrow we're going to talk about the off-seasons of all the teams we haven't covered yet so far. Um, there's a round-robin kind of thing. Uh, but talk about today, Denver has the 
front and center as they are the, the champions of the National Basketball Association. Um, going into this season, did you think it was a possibility that Denver could be hoisting the Larry O'Brien trophy when the season first started? When the season first started, um, no, but like every other contender, like as long as you're a contender, you're in the argument, right? Like, so going off like, of wait, last, yeah, we, I mean, we knew Denver was going to be a playoff team, but like, were they going to be good enough to take that step from being a playoff team to being a championship team? I think a lot of people would have said no. Hey, going off of last season, I think it's fair that you, like, obviously, top two teams in the league going into this season were the last two teams that were in the finals last season. So Golden State, they're one since they won it. Boston's two since they were the runner-up, right? And then you you go from there. Uh, but like you said, like, Denver has always been one of those teams that's, like, really – that's they've always been really good. They've always been really good. They just – it was just super unfortunate that they ran into teams that were better than them. They had injury, injuries at bad times. I mean, they trade for Aaron Gordon and they win their first five games of that threesome. And then Jamal Murray gets hurt. He misses basically the next two seasons, um, you know, recovering from that. But yeah, they had, you know, a series of unfortunate events. Uh, but game five, they win 94 89. Cole Jokic wins the MVP. Uh, he put up crazy numbers in this series. Uh, and this team was built in a very interesting way. A lot of their own drafted guys, like the, they only really traded for KCP. Um, they traded for Aaron Gordon, obviously, yeah, a couple right. of seasons ago. This is like a, a roster that's all homegrown talent. Well, the, the the core guys, like, so you drafted Jokic in the second round. You drafted Murray, lottery pick. You drafted Michael Porter Jr., lottery pick. Um, and, like, who else? Yeah, uh, well, and, you dra- I, I mean, you drafted Kristen Braun, who's Kristen you know, Braun, but. Speaking of Chris, three titles in three years, high school, college, and now an NBA championship. Like, And and I think he's won a title the last four years he's played professional ba- or played basketball. Uh, won a natty two, uh, two, two back-to-back high school uh, championships. I was just going off the last three, like his senior year of high school, college, and then and now. But, yeah, like the whole notion of – so Joker also adds his list his name to a list of guys that's won a championship without a top 75 teammate. All right. And it, when, when it's all said and done, when they, when they redo that list, he's definitely going to be on that list, that top 75 greatest players list. If he isn't already. No, I, I think he, I think with this title, I think he may have pushed himself into the top 30 ish players of all time. No, that's, I mean, two yeah. MVPs, a Finals MVP, a ring. I mean, it's got he's got some pretty, pretty gaudy numbers there. I, I mean, maybe maybe third, top third, top fifty for sure. Yeah, top fifty for sure. Top thirty, I ain't, I'm not going that far. I'm also not putting him on like what you call it, like the Mount Rushmores of centers. Like that's still too yeah, early. I think, that's, the- I, th- I think that's still a little premature as well. Uh, yeah, I think he's still got like, work to do to catch some of those like, other guys. The structure of the Nuggets, like it's, yeah, it's 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 easy for home, like it's easy to say, like, all right, this is how you do it, like with homegrown talent. But even then, the teams that want to do it the old-fashioned way, the homegrown way, they still got to go out and get help. Like the Warriors, they they're homegrown, they're as homegrown as it get. They still went and got KD, 
I mean, they traded for Andre Godala. I mean, they didn't draft him. Um, they, they didn't draft Andrew Bogut. Right, they didn't draft Barbosa. But uh, the they didn't draft Sean and Aaron Donovan, you didn't draft Aaron Gordon. You did trade a lot of draft assets to get him. You brought Bruce Brown in a free agency. You traded for KCP. Um, you traded for Jeff Green, or you know, just signed Jeff Green in free agency. Exactly. You signed, you signed Reggie Jackson. Uh, also, shout out to Jeff Green. You know, had to retire. Thought he was going to retire uh, due to open heart surgery. Uh, Eleven years later, wins an NBA title. Uh, love That's to see NBA it. Title. Uh, DeAndre Jordan, 15 years in the NBA, uh, finally won an NBA, NBA title, and he was pretty valuable actually in that game five. Uh, as yeah, Aaron Gordon in the first quarter, at least, as Aaron Gordon and Nicole Jokic got in foul trouble, and Bam Adebayo was just feasted on Jeff Green. Uh, as they put DeAndre Jordan, he got a block in two back to back possessions, um, made a difference in this game. He did, um. And it's just and shout out to Reggie Jackson too. But and it, Reggie Jackson, Ish Smith, DeAndre Jordan, and Jeff Green, like the vets on the team. Ish Smith, thirteen teams and like thirteen teams and thirteen seasons. That's, that's literally he spent one. He spent he's been on. He's never been on uh, a team for more than a season. Like he's bounced around a lot, and like now he can he can try to take it away from. But hey, he's he's a champion. Um. Yep. It's like again, I, I, I hearken back to the days where they had both Yusuf Nurkic and Jokic, and like they literally like had to make a decision, like, and they almost chose Nurkic over Jokic, and who knows how that would have went? Like, I get it, hindsight's twenty twenty. Like, you can say they made the right decision, or they would have been kicking themselves if they chose the other way, but where you go and how you develop is key. Like I don't know if Jokic is the player he is, if he's the one that he ship off to Portland. And I I'm I'm pretty sure there were folks that were mad that they chose Jokic over Nurkic out the gate. Because Jokic had this like he was struggling it when was, he first and, got over and, here. And Nurkic was a productive player uh when he was first over here. Um, but yeah, Denver did a good job building this roster. They built the championship. Uh their keys to their title run has just been their best player has been better than everybody else's best player <laughs> in, in every every series that they've played in. Like, Nicole Jokic outshined Kevin Durant. He outshined Carl um, Anthony Towns. He outshined LeBron James. And he outshined Jimmy Butler in this series. He outshined Bam Adebayo as well. Like, their key, like Nicole Jokic was the best player in the playoffs. And it, I also – it does work me a little bit that people want to talk about the – the fact that he didn't win that MVP and like Joel Embiid should give that MVP back. It's a regular season award. I'm not going to go that far, but um, Nicole Yoke showed everybody that like, Hey, I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. And my Endeavor Nuggets team, we're not going anywhere either. Uh, they're key to the title. Yeah. Yoke just been the best player in this, every series he was in. And Jamal Murray has been in the top five of every series that they've been in. And that's why they've been able to win big games and win titles. Um, even in a game, this game five, where they weren't shooting the ball particularly well, they still mm-hmm. found a way to put the points on the ball. Like MPJ had a woeful shooting the series from the outside. But you know what he started to do? Taking it to the rim. At one point during this game, he was the leading scorer. I think he was the leading scorer up until halftime because he was taking it to the rim. He wasn't settling for he had a duck. 
he had a double double by halftime. Like he was yeah. crashing. So like, yeah, if I'm if I'm MPJ, I just need you. I like, bro, like you're six ten. I need you to realize like, hey, when that shot's not falling, that's your game. I mean, I mean, I mean that's I mean that's a, a lesson for hundreds All of them. basketball players. Every basketball player. I mean, if but, your shot isn't falling. But every basketball player ain't sixteen either. Yeah, I, like, I know. But like, at some point, you gotta be like, yeah, I'm just not. My shot's on side. I'm not having it tonight with my jump shot. Put the ball on the floor. Try to be productive in other ways. Just because your vault, jump, jump shot isn't falling doesn't mean you shut down. Like, you know. And that's that's a, that, that's a what like that's a growing pain with young players, right? Like that's you just got to grow out of that, and I'm I'm sure yeah. he will. But it's. <laughs> Like them, I think this is a this is a win for like quote unquote mid market teams. Yeah. All right. I, I, I'm not I'm not counting Miami as a mid market team. Miami is oh, not a mid. Miami is not a mid market team. What we're and what we're not gonna do like and I see people trying to do it. You're not going to discredit this Nuggets championship because of the talent that they played. Keep in mind they were underdog favorites in the second round against the Lakers. No, not, uh, were, not uh, like uh, against Phoenix. The, the Phoenix Suns. I mean, uh, yeah, they beat LeBron James and Anthony Davis when everybody said they were the best team in the NBA. They beat Phoenix Suns and a Kevin Durant and a Kevin Booker, a team that was put together to win titles. Like, let's not, let's not. Do, and Miami Heat went against all the odds. They beat the Milwaukee Bucks, arguably the best team in the regular season. They beat a Knicks, a scrappy Knicks team. They beat a Boston team, uh, a series they easily could have let slip away. Like, and then they beat the Heat. I mean, this is. This is no. This is a, this was a difficult run, and they were the best team in every single series, and it showed. Uh, and game five this, was super uh, entertaining, wait. by the way, especially the last quarter. Like the last quarter of game five was like stupid entertaining. Like it was just like all over the moving back and forth. The pa- the pace was, it was insane. It was yeah. It was all it was like Crash Bandicoot. It was yeah. yeah. But real quick, like it's like this is the difference between. Miami, not Miami, but between Boston and Denver, right? So, in both in both cases, Miami was half a lesser talented team, right? Boston on paper, Boston's way more talented than Miami. That uh, Denver's probably more talented than both. I don't, I don't know about that. Like, I, I, if De- if Denver and Boston met up in the finals, Denver still has the best player, but I think Boston has. But the next best two, so it would yeah. go Jokic I, 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 I and then yeah. and then Tatum Brown and then Murray and so on and so forth. Right? This is the difference between Denver and Boston. Denver just didn't rely on their talent. My Boston literally had that series against Miami, and their thing like eventually our talent is just going to propel us over, and we're going to win this. We're going to pull it out, and then all of a sudden you find yourself down three zero. And then it's three one, three two, three three, and then now you're thinking, all right, now it's game seven. We're just more talented than them. We're just going to overtake them, and we're going to go to the finals. We're going to go to our second finals in just in that many years, and so on and so forth. Denver's like, yo, we're more talented than them, but after game two, it's like, all right, talent's not enough. We got to outwork them. And it's like, I think that's the issue, and it, it, I think that. It, that's the issue that it came down to. Like Mike Malone and his and his coaching um prowess was like, hey, we're better than them. We didn't lose the game too because they're better than us. They outlawed us. 
yeah, yep. Like you, you cannot go into these, you cannot go into these games thinking just because you're more talented that you can just beat. Like no, anybody can beat you if they outwork you. And Denver took that to heart and they won four straight, like three straight. They won the next yeah. three games. So moving away from this title run, let's talk about the, their future. Um, so most of their entire starting lineup under contract for next season, Bruce Brown and Jeff Green, only really notable free agents. Um, so could Denver make a habit of this? Could this be the next quote-unquote dynasty? Like, do you think that Denver could be back here next year? Oh, could they be back? Uh, maybe. Like, obviously, it's the first team out the gate. Like, that's an, like that's kind of the issue I have with sports shows today. Instead of giving Denver their moment in the sun and praising them on a job well done, the first topic on most of these sports shows is, all right, who's the who's the biggest threat to them? Like, damn, can they celebrate the win? Yeah. Are y'all already talking about who can beat them and who can, like, God damn. So, obviously, you know, you look at the the, the, the usuals in the West, Phoenix, Golden State, depending on how things go with the new GM and that potential roster shakeup. Um, I don't, like, as long as LeBron and AD's healthy, you're going to throw the Lakers in there. Same thing with the Clippers, as long as Kawhi and Paul George are healthy, right? And then in the East, Boston, so on and so forth. Philly, like, and I know Philly's going to, they're going to do the whole thing, but I don't, like, could they be back next year? Yeah, as, as long as everybody stay healthy. As yeah, long as they don't, like, and I as long as they don't get, uh, they got to keep the same hunger. They can't get big-headed. They can't be like, all right, we got our one, and whatever happens next season happens. Like, nah, bro. What do I always say? All right, do it again. Yeah, you do say that all the time. Um, yeah, I think that the, I mean, we talk about the Western Conference. Like, yeah, they, they could for sure see themselves back in the finals again. They have a roster that's good enough to compete with any team in the Western Conference. And they have the best player, arguably, in the NBA, Nicole Jokic, or at least in yep. the top five for sure, um, top three, whatever whatever order you want to put him, Giannis, and Embiid in. Um, that's kind of up to you. Uh, uh, yeah, they, they could for sure see themselves back in the finals, but injuries happen. You know, things happen. Uh, we're, never, we're never wishing that on anybody, but Denver could very well see themselves back in this scenario next season. Uh, and this is a gritty win, and congratulations to Nicole Jokic. Uh, congratulations to his family. It was nice to see his family having all the fun uh, in that post-game <laughs> celebration with Mike Malone. Uh, you know, his little daughter was nice to see as well. Uh, so, yeah, it's really, you know, it was a wholesome moment. And like, one of the funny uh, things, the Golden Ocean was like, oh, it's done. We can go home now. <laughs> right, he, he like, they like, no, you got to go to the parade. When is the yeah, parade like, Thursday? He's like, I, I, he like, I don't, I just want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, shout out to Denver. You know, they win this title four to one. Uh, maybe could be the first of many. Uh, big shout out to Kelly Jokic. Shout out to Mike Malone, also as the head coach of this basketball team. Uh, moving on from the team that no, did not Hoist the Larry O'Brien Trophy, the Miami Heat. So let's first talk about why do you think they fell short of the title? Do you think it's just a lack of talent, or do you think yes. there was something something bigger going on here? Um, yes. Yeah, yeah, yes to everything. Lack of talent. Like I don't. I, I, I Mark Jackson. Like shout out to Mark Jackson. I said this in the group chat. Like he was like Jimmy Butler hurt his ankle against I think the Knicks. That was two rounds ago. Yeah. I didn't. 
I, you didn't hear a word about the ankle injury when he was cooking Boston. Yep. You ain't hear nothing about no ankle injury when he was killing the Celtics. I I, I don't know. I'm a by this by this time of the season, everybody's hurt. Everybody's sore. Everybody's tired. Everybody's like, oh my, like like it, it's everything is a chore. It's a labor. Every, like joke, everybody's hurt. So I don't want to hear anything about Jimmy Butler and his ankle being why he played poorly in this NBA Finals. He had what? He he. I don't think he had any good games in the finals. And what he, did hasn't, I, he hasn't been really all that good for since since game like four of that Celtics series. Uh, you know, 20, 13 points in game in game one, 21, 28, 25, and 21. That numbers sound good on paper, but deficiency is just woeful. Uh, in game five, 27% from the field. In game two, 36% from the field. Like, sub 40% shooting in majority of the games in this series. And what uh, free throw that? percentage uh, under under 70% for the series. And what did I say? And what did I say? You can he cannot constantly keep waiting to turn it on, flip yeah. the switch because it was too little, too late. Like we saw that, like he scored the last, he went on that little run in the like he scored like ten straight or eight straight in the uh, in the fourth, and got a and got a very generous foul call. Very generous. <laughs> very, like Izzy was almost right with his prediction that he goes to the group chat. <laughs> like, that was. Hold on, like let's let let's go back to that real quick. Mark Davis, David Guthrie, and Josh Tiven, bro, y'all not like they need to investigate y'all. That one referee that's under investigation for the for the burner accounts Eric, on Twitter, Eric Lewis. They need to investigate this trio <laughs> right here because I don't know what the hell that was. Yeah, it was it was rough. It was a bad call. Um, the, the whole game, it like it was awful. Like I don't know what I don't know what they saw. Like that was. But, but I think you know this Heat team, their reliance on these role players eventually ended up being kind of their undoing, right? You know, Gabe Vincent wasn't all that good in this series. Max Struess only had moments in this series. Uh, Caleb Martin was pretty good actually throughout the entire series. Duncan Robinson had moments as well. But when you rely on role players to carry you through playoff series, when you have, go up against a team that's just more talented than you, especially at the in the big where Nicole Jokic can get whatever he wants whenever he wants to get it. That's when you start mm-hmm. to fall apart here. Um, Bam and Abayo, though, played awesome this series. I think every game in the series over 20 points. Uh, I think a double-double in every single game. Uh, again, enforced his will for various times during this game. This again, Mike, if I'm if I'm Denver, hey, Bam and Abayo, you, you drop 30 and we lose, more power to you, right? I am. Uh, it was. I, I said it when we did the preview. It was a mismatch across the board. It was like who, like who was gonna guard who? There was there were mismatches across the board. That Miami was just too small, and then you take Bam out, you're really small. Yep. Like you, you, you gonna put Cody Zeller on Jokic? Like, oh, like I ain't never seen Jokic <laughs> move so fast, bro. Like yeah. Jokic getting the ball, Jokic getting the ball off a rebound. He running the break because Cody Zeller is like, yeah, oh yeah, I got this. Like one man fast break with Jokic, so I, I I I got the notification like earlier this morning. You know what? The, the Heat looking for a big name. I I wonder why. 
Yep. I do think they need to inject some talent into this roster. Uh, so let's talk about what they do now. Uh, they got four notable free agents, Gabe Vincent, Kevin Love, Max Struess, Cody Zeller. Uh, they, and Victor Oladipo has a player option that I can't imagine he'll decline. Um, but Gabe Vincent and Max Struess, they have bird rights over. But could there be a blockbuster trade that happens this offseason? And what could a trade package look like? Uh, the two big names out there, Damian Lillard, Bradley Beal, um, do you think one of those two guys over the other is a better fit for this Miami Heat team uh, as we look I'm into not, the offseason? I'm not saying he's the same caliber of player as those two because he's not. But another name just to keep an eye on, Zach Levine. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not being funny like that's legit. No, that, could, that could definitely happen. Um, so, like the issue that you have with Miami is deeming who you deem valuable or like quote unquote untouchable. So obviously, in my opinion, Bam is untouchable. Uh, Jimmy Butler, you're gonna, you can say Tyler Hero's untouchable, but you're not gonna get a a, a Levine, a Bill. Well, he's, he's the one that makes this money work. If you're gonna exactly. be making a trade for a star like one of those guys, that would, like even a Zach Levine, Jimmy, the Kyler Hero is the chip that, like, hey, we're gonna give you a player that's already productive and under contract until 26, 27. That you can build around, like so, yeah. He's like he's going to be the centerpiece of any trade. So like they can say like Pat Riley and can say he's untouchable, but if you want my guy, like you want Dame, you want Bill, you want Levine or anybody, Kyrie, anybody like that, Tyler Hero is going to be in the package along with Duncan Robinson because they have the money to make it work. And so you. I understand, like this "quote unquote" this this heat culture adage. Sometimes you gotta you gotta be willing to uh you gotta be willing to update not update uh adapt. That's yeah you gotta be willing to adapt, right? Heat culture can only get you so far, and I understand they they got to the finals, but like you said, like relying on guys like Gabe Vincent and Max Strews and Duncan Robinson to be like but to be productive and be productive consistently, like gave it like they they all had one good game and it was the, literally the only game they won. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like game one, they were not game one. What was Max Truce? Oh for oh for seven from three. Game one, he's lights out. Game three games three through five, he probably hit two threes. Being t- like over three games, like that's what can you do with and then on top of that you got jimmy butler being a no-show so that's even more pressure on 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 the undrafted guys to yeah and jimmy butler was noticeably just passive in this series and down the stretch of that boston (laughs) series as well um but yeah i think you know you're looking at a trade pack i i think there is a blockbuster trade i think all the the two three names that we mentioned one of those three guys will be playing in miami next season i don't know who it's going to be i have no way of really predicting uh but this is what the trade package i just ran in the trade machine actually while i was booting a show at work earlier um Mm -hmm. duncan robinson tyler hero uh a sign and trade with gabe vincent and uh nicole yogic and two first round picks one this year and one in 2027 going to portland for uh, either either to Portland or to or to Washington or to Chicago, uh, for one of those three guys, um, there will be another star, quote unquote star, like, playing. Because like you need, sorry, like like you need two things, like you need that star, and you need shooting. 
So like why like so eventually you, like you're you're looking to get you like a two for one right you like to get both of those things in the same player, and again say what you want about Zach Levine I guarantee you they would take his whatever he shoots from three on the team. Yeah, like I I, I guarantee that like let me, let me look it up real quick. <clears throat> Oops, Jesus Christ, are you you are dying? That sounded really rough. I'm, there. Yeah, I'm struggling a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he shot thirty-seven percent from three last season. They would take that's, that. that. That's about league average, right there. So that's respectable. And uh, yeah, like that's respectable. His twenty-five again, yeah, twenty-five a game, twenty-five, four and four, thirty-seven percent shooting, forty-eight from the field. Yeah, you, yeah, you eighty-five from the line. You take that because he's basically. I'm. That's what Tyler Hero was giving you. Minus yeah, Zach Levine to basically give you four, five more points. And Zach Levine is a better distributor, better ball, a better playmaker. Uh, he makes the other people around him a little bit better. Um, and I think, yeah, I, I think you've you've done the exercise. You, you basically got to the finals without Tyler Hero. So if you can upgrade that position, um, and you get to move yeah. on with that Duncan Robinson contract, which is still bad, even though he was better in the playoffs. But he only got minutes because one guy got hurt. Like that means, like that, yep. that's telling me, like if if. If Tyler Hero doesn't get hurt, we probably don't see Duncan Robinson on this on this playoff run. I agree. Um, I've been saying that since the beginning. So like play like like the notable. I think this is it for Kevin Love. I think he just retires. I I don't. I, I don't think so. I think he plays. Like, no, because like because like no because I really think about it. Like in this like what better way to utilize him than this matchup against the Nuggets? But like you can literally throw him on Aaron Gordon, which takes Aaron Gordon out of the paint. Which takes another rebounder for Denver out of the paint, and you create a mismatch on him because you want Aaron Gordon to guard Jimmy Butler. Yeah, he's, because, he's only playing. He's only playing like fifteen minutes a night. What? Um, like, who does but, that help? And, he, and, and, and he's going to be thirty-five by the time the next season starts. I still think he'll play somewhere next season. Like, and he, what you call it? And he, he's a he gives you what you need: rebound, shooting, and you only play him fifteen minutes a night. I mean, that may like, be all he's capable of at this point of his career. Let's be real. So, um, we'll talk see. better fit. Let's talk about better fit. When uh, talking about those three guys, who do you think would be a better fit on this roster? If they had, if let's say Miami uh, could just pick between those three guys, who's the better fit? But if they want to keep this whole heat culture thing a thing, obviously the better fit is Dane. Quiet, keeps to himself. Like literally looks like he was molded by somebody like Pat Riley, right? If I'm going the if I'm going like anything else like coachable Zach Levine, if anything he's coachable, and I think he would he would garnish the respect from an Eric Spoelstra because Eric Spoelstra ain't gonna play that whatever that whatever nonsense that was going on between. Billy Donovan and Zach Levine, and which still hasn't even been confirmed. Like, remember, they was releasing reports talking about some Zach Levine's unhappy with Billy Donovan, and, and like, you have, like, nobody's even said anything. But I would go Levine. One, he's younger. He's younger than both of. He's younger than both of them. Less injury, uh, especially recently, less of an injury uh, concern. He played seventy-seven games coming off of a knee procedure. Yep. Right, we, we like we already know Washington and and Dane, Washington and Portland 
if they stars are hurt and they ain't got nothing to play for, hey man, you, you shut it down. Like seventy-seven games out of a seventy seventy-seven games out of eighty-two, and that's after missing back-to-backs to start the season. That he played, that like he basically played in every other game, every game after that. Yeah. So, but I'm gonna go. Damian Lillard is number one. I think Damian Lillard is the best of these three players. I also think that his trade package may not be as expensive as the other two guys. Uh, I, I, I don't know, but I'm gonna go Damian Lillard. I think Portland's ready to make a change. Oh, uh, so I think, thing, I don't and think... I think his fit would be easier next to Jimmy Butler and Bam and Damian Lillard. I think you get those three those three guys at three different positions. And Damian Lillard is exactly what this team needs, a guy who can make clutch shots, because that's really where the downfall was on the Miami Heat. They didn't have a guy who could make clutch shots. Damian Lillard has proven that he's that guy. Yeah. Like, that's that's, – I mean, like, I I think no matter who they trade for in this situation, I think it's going to be expensive. Like, there's no such thing as a, quote, unquote, cheap trade package for them. And this yeah, yeah, I mean, we're, we're talking two first round picks. We're talking a, we're talking a bunch of their young assets and talent. Um, this is going to look like a different Miami T team probably next season than it was uh, the season that the team that walked off of that floor uh, on Monday night. This will be a different team that takes the floor in December or in October, whenever the season starts. Um, yeah, hundred and twenty seven days from now. So do yeah. math. <laughs> so we'll see what ends up happening. Uh, that's been our Heat offseason preview. Uh, thank you very much for checking us out. Congratulations to the Denver Nuggets as they have won the Larry O'Brien Trophy. Uh, kudos to them. Uh, in about 15 minutes, we're going to be shorting up our Houston, Texas offseason season preview episode uh, as we continue trying to preview all 32 teams before the um, the first snap of the NFL season. If I want to say kickoff of the NFL season, uh, we still got uh, 28 teams still to get through. Um, so keep an eye out for that content tomorrow's show. If you're still, a fan, if you're a fan of the national basketball association, there are various teams that for because of time restrictions and time restraints, we not get to talk about their off season. We're just going to do that. All, all the teams, but I think one big round Robin show. Um, so keep an eye out for that content. Thank you very much for checking us out. Please like share and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, I'm David Huffman right there. It's Mr. TJ Hopkins and TJ. Who would you hit the prime, my friend? We bring the heat. Contact. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, we can bring the heat back here because it's 67 degrees here and cloudy and rainy. And uh, I'm still fighting off this cold, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'll, I'll see you guys all later. We'll be back here in about 15 minutes for that Houston, Texas show. You don't want to miss that content. See you later. <laughs>